0: What's up, listeners? Jeff Zimper, your humble host of the Mortgage Marketing Radio Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. Really appreciate you tuning in. And if you've been a listener for some time or you're new and you've just recently started listening, hey, always appreciate the reviews. If you could take a moment, dig into the app you're listening on this, listening to this on and uh, leave us a brief review. Sure, would appreciate it. Helps us reach more people and help big, have bigger and better guests. More listeners, bigger guests and names we can bring to you to help you on your journey. So on this week's episode, uh, I'm doing something a little bit different. I am taking uh, one of our uh, pro member calls. As you guys have heard by now, what we do is we help uh, mortgage professionals become the preeminent choice in their local market to attract and convert agents to referral partners at scale. And I wanted to bring to you something, uh, a little sneak peek behind the scenes. Uh, we're, We're peeling back the curtain, opening the velvet rope and letting you in. Uh, to the special VIP section of the club. That is our My Agent Classes Pro membership. And one of the things we do in there once a month is we bring in a special guest. Um, And this month we've brought in, uh, my special guest is Kyle Draper. Some of you I'm sure know who he is. And if you don't, you will by the end of this podcast episode. Kyle is a former youth pastor turned roofer, entrepreneur, and now social media expert. He's also a certified speaker, teacher, and coach with the John Maxwell team. And what I love about Kyle is he has a unique approach to social media. As a matter of fact, his book is Rethink Everything You Know About Social Media. It's a quick read, it's an impactful read, and uh, I'm gonna put a link to it in the show notes, Rethink Everything You Know About Social Media. It's a journey to help small business owners, that's you, realize how you're mismanaging social media how to find your voice and regain the love and respect of your audience. So, if you don't have a copy of that yet already, a lot of my pro members, by the way, use that book and they give it out to real estate agents. In addition to my own book, by the way, "Disrupt or Die." Uh, but before we cut into the uh, what we're doing is this: is I'm sharing with you a the uh, recording from the call that we just did a couple of weeks ago with Kyle as a special guest in our pro member community. Two reasons: one, well, three, perhaps. So one, it actually uh, helps me um, get quality content out to you because this is a great conversation that I learned from. It's a mini coaching session about finding your authentic voice on social media, number one, and it helps me. So this is a podcast episode, right? Number two, it helps create exposure for Kyle for, because there are some people that might be interested in, of course, following Kyle and a link to his Instagram and other things in the show notes, right? Kyle Draper. Um and of course, Kyle also has a, a a company in which he provides some VA services. He has a uh, a company that is all about what he calls content count, content compounding. And if you're looking for help struggling with social media content posting, etc., Kyle's got a company that does a great job of that. So it just you know covers a lot of bases. And then lastly, is like if you've been on the fence for a while, hearing me talk about our mortgage marketing pro membership, teaching agent classes, well, stop. Stop and listen to this recent testimony from Carmela. Uh, Carmela says she's got, here's her win of the week. She scheduled eight appointments so far in the month of August. And by the way, this is August 3rd that I'm recording this. So she scheduled eight appointments in the month of August, by the first three days of August here. And she also went through her closed loans this year to date. And so far she has made $45,000 in commissions from new realtor relationships, exclusively from following our process, our platform, the my agent classes platform. So if that's not enough, I thought I'd share with you uh, an inside you know, look into the conversation we have with Kyle Draper that helps you get an insight into what at least one of the four calls we do every single month sounds like in our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership. And so listen, you want to get some of the results to that of Carmela? eight appointments in the first three days of the, of, of the month of August, $45,000 in commissions so far this year from new realtor relationships. That's on top of what she's already making. You know what you can do? You can learn more. You can go to mortgagemarketing.pro, book a call with me and see if we are the right fit for, for each other. So without further ado, let's get into this week's show.
1: Welcome to the show, Kyle. Now that we have hit record. <laughs> we only forget to do that a couple of times.
0: Right. Especially when it's really needed. <laughs> All right. So, um, here's where we're, how we're going to do this. Kyle, I got your book in my hand right here. Okay. Yes, sir. Um, if you don't have this book, by the way, buy it today. Okay. Go to, you want them to go to Amazon and buy it. Is that the best place?
1: Yes, sir. Buy lots of them guys. Yeah. Pass them out to your, to your people.
0: Exactly. And by the way, that's a good point because that's what we do in this group is you know, when we're pouring into real estate agents and wanting to establish value. One of the ways we do that is with books. And that's so this- what Glenda does. Glenda's a rock star with crushes that. Crushes it. Yep, Glenda's an OG man. She's, she 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 wrote the book on sharing books. Um, okay, so the way this runs, guys, as you know, is we're a very open, interactive group. You are welcome and free to unmute yourself when you want to ask questions, you want to engage in the dialogue, or you can use the chat. I'll do my best to tee it up. Um, oh, Christy says she gives your book as the prize for the realtor trivia game we play. I love it. Real estate classes, great idea. I love it. Okay, so I'm going to tee this off and then I want you guys to 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 leapfrog from how I open up this conversation. Uh, do you want to say anything, Kyle, uh, before we get started with my opening question?
1: No, sir. I just, I just want you to
0: get to it. All right, let's get to it. I was on the plane the other day coming back from uh, Idaho. What's up, Nico? There we go. The, p- the people at Empower LO is going to see them there because we're doing a lot of cool stuff together. And I was reading through this book, and I was making notes and highlighting, right, and putting X's and all this kind of stuff. But the the place I wanted to start with is the title, yeah. because the title, once again, is "Rethink Everything You Quote Know About Social Media." I want to unpack what you mean by that.
1: Yeah, I, it's a it's a great first question. I to me, it has dual meaning, dual meaning. the The first piece, Jeff, is just simply I truly believe for us to maximize our lives we should never get caught up in thinking we know the absolute best way of doing anything, right? This is why most Republicans hate Democrats. Most Democrats hate Republicans because they've decided I know the absolute truth. And if you choose to say I'm wrong, like we can't exist in the same room together. And what I've learned in my life is I grow the most when I pull that guard down and go, you know what? Maybe I don't know everything about this subject right? Maybe there are better ways. I at least am willing to hear someone else's opinion. So that's really the first thing is just, do we have a willingness to go, even though I've been in mortgage for 30 years, is there something I may be unaware of? Is there a way that someone's doing it that's better than mine? And so that was really the first part. But Jeff, the second part is, guys, we have been taught completely wrong how to do social media. Because years, 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 years ago, somebody decided, oh my gosh, this isn't just a social media platform for like college kids to hang out. We can monetize this thing and we can figure out how to make money in our businesses through this thing. And so guys, at some point, a marketing company, a marketing person started teaching us how to do marketing on social media. And those are very different things. And so we have taken commercialized marketing and we've given you permission to go apply that to your people. And it is why most lenders and most realtors are bad at this because they're taking very cold opportunity strategies and applying it to warm people. And so that's why I think, Jeff, that we've, we've got to rethink everything that we think we know about social media.
0: Said something there. They're taking cold marketing opportunity, opportunity and strategies and and marketing it to warm people. Yep. Hmm. I'm, I want to, I want to do the inverse of that. Okay. Because isn't a percentage of our social media traffic viewers, cold people as well?
1: It, it kind of, right. Okay. The, the only true, in my opinion, the only true cold sense of the word on social media yeah. would be if I'm running an ad. But when I speak at an event, like I saw somebody said that they heard Emmett said he saw me at fuse. Yep. Right. The, because of, of my social media presence, the minute I take a stage somewhere, Emmett can go look me up. And though we've never met in person, he's not a cold relationship anymore because he can, he can instantly go, Oh my gosh, Kyle just had a baby. We just had a baby. Oh, Kyle is a 10 year old. I have a 10 year old. Oh my gosh. Kyle's dog looks like my dog. So. In, in the world of social media, in my opinion, Jeff, when we're doing it the right way, we're instantly turning people from cold to warm if there's opportunities out there for them to connect at a deeper level with me and get beyond just you're a lender and I'm a social media expert. And so there's always that level of warm of warmth or war- warmness is probably not a word. Mm-hmm. No, it is. But that's how I would s- explain that.
0: All right, so people right now I want you to put in what's been your biggest challenge showing up on social, getting engagement? One of the things I think that I that I've gotten from you, Kyle, is you help people find their voice. Yeah. Right? And, and I love the fact that you know we kind of opened this up with like rethink what you think you know about social media and that we all we're all kind of t- t- taking pages from the same playbook uh, it seems. And 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 I know there's this we're in a we're in a vacuum because we're all looking at other people fellow mortgage professionals' content and we're all quote looking the same as others. And I right. wonder like how you would riff on that if you think that is a true concern or not.
1: I think it's an absolute true concern, right? right. When when we know that the average buyer is gonna go shop three, four, five, six different mortgage companies, loan officers, whatever. What's going to separate us is, is the way we make them feel as they're looking us up in the process. And so if all of your content is shot from the same spot in your office every day, well, you're not telling any subliminal stories, like I would say, like, Jeff, the things in your background, the the, the cubbies that I have behind me, they tell stories about who I am as a person, Right. right? So I have people all the time. That we'll fight about the Dallas Cowboys because they're a Philadelphia Eagles fan because they see you know Dallas sports teams in the background, and though we're fighting, we're building rapport at the same time. And so, what I would encourage you guys to think about is is what are the subliminal messages that you're missing out on that you could be taking advantage of. So, for example, you're you're going to do. Uh, a, a typical educational piece about, about the industry. Why don't you get in a, in a personal environment to talk about business strategy, what do you right? Mean? We're combining the two. Mm-hmm. So I could be out on a walk.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and now from my walk, I'm going to actually talk about social media strategy. Mm-hmm. And so I'm combining what I'm doing in my personal life versus what I'm going to teach you about as the expert. Hmm. And it's these subliminal opportunities, right? Guys, I don't even know how many of you know this, but but Jeff's nephew is Brock Purdy. Yes. Jeff, I think about you every time I see his sports card on TikTok. I see him flash on the screen on Sports Center. I think about you every single time his name is referenced anywhere. Wow. Every time, dude. Yeah. Every time. And now we don't all have famous nephews that we can pimp out. And, and now, but, but here's the thing is you don't, right? right? I've never seen you in a video. Like now y'all used to every once in a while post about going to an Iowa State game.
0: Right, right.
1: But that's the humanizing element of what you're bringing to the table. Guys, today at 2.30, right? And in two hours, I get to go speak to the TCU women's basketball team. Wow, nice. And I'm going to take my eight-year-old because she loves basketball. And I'm going to get to tell all these stories that are one going to showcase me as the expert of what I do, right? That a D1 college wants me to come in and talk to these young women about branding and marketing, but also get to show the story of my daughter coming along with me. And so I'm bringing business and personal to the table, Yeah. right? Like when's the last time you took a selfie where you're working on a loan and one of your kids is in the, is in the picture, Absolutely. Because when do you ever stop being a mom to be a business person?
2: Is it when you see my kid in my background?
1: <laughs> oh actually, I I didn't see that, Julie, because my microphone was blocking you. but that's incredible. Like guys, we've we've been taught that like we've got to be professional all the time with, because people are gonna think poorly of us. But that's such bull. and I won't say other words now because there's a there's a, a little boy in the room. but it's it is such bull. Because we crave authenticity right now. We are desperate for people that we can go, oh, thank God we are like each other. And we can have this sigh of relief, but people are continuing to teach us like, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Be the consummate professional all the time. And so we've got to start rethinking through this.
0: So Gemma posted a comment. I want to read through it It says best line she's heard. Uh, from Jeff and team, bad content is better than no content. I don't know if she's referring to me or not, but um, that was my kick in the pants to just start posting. I was overthinking content. Finally said, just be myself. Yep. Finally, my voice This is what you're hitting on. I'm a mortgage expert. I'm a mom educator. My husband loves cars, LOL. My content's not fancy, but I'm being my authentic self living my real life. Yep. Mm. That's it. That's so it. Bringing, what, what I'm hearing is bring the personal aspects of your life into the the business Frame people see on social media.
1: One hundred percent. I it, it it's so valuable.
0: Okay, so to connect with people. I'm gonna get technical for a second. Okay. Do we do that in stories or reels or? Yes. <laughs>
1: right. I, I'll, so, guys. The like, I love Jimma what you said because most of us we want to get better at something without having to suck at it first. Right. That's how most people are. Like we're we're at a place in our lives where it's like I don't have to volunteer to do things I'm bad at anymore. Like I'm 40 years old, right? I'm allowed to do the things that I'm good at now. And and so we've decided, like we'll tell our eight-year-olds, sis, you've got to be bad at dribbling a basketball before you can get good at it. But I'm not gonna go take that advice for myself because I believe that now, if I'm not seen as the expert, like I'm being laughed at by people. And and so my favorite thing to say. to to what Gemma said is my crappy video will outperform the video you never do every time.
0: Yeah. Jenna's funny. She's in there. She's like, I totally suck right now. LOL. Please follow (laughs) me for inspiration (laughs) on sucking. But you know, what's actually true about that Gemma is you could be honest and look at the camera and go, look at guys, this is not comfortable for me. I'm a little bit out of my cup, but look at, I'm still wanting to connect with you, my people. So, you know what I mean? You could have that kind of a context. Don't you Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So, and, it, and so that's I'll actually, my, I'll,
2: I'll oh, go ahead. My, I'll share my voice right now. Cause this has been a, a very yeah, yeah. big topic of conversation the past couple of months in my household. My husband is a car enthusiast. He loves cars. He watches every video blog log for years on cars. And he's like, please don't talk about mortgages. He goes, if I'm a home buyer, I don't want to hear you recite what debt ratio is. I don't want to hear you recite, you know, how to get a homestead exemption. And so we've been really in this like intense dialect in our house. And he's like, like, who are you? I'm a mom, I'm a mortgage expert. My husband loves cars. And so we've come up with these two lines. It's mommies and mortgages and motorheads and mortgages. And so like, I'll make a post and it's my husband's car stuff. And I'm like, you know, motorheads and mortgages today. And it's nothing about mortgages, but it's my husband, right? And then I'm putting all my hashtags for my business because the reality is, Like you all are saying, that is what brings followers. That is the content. I did a video yesterday of me talking about a proprietary loan that we have at our company. It sucks. It makes me laugh. My kids are like, you're so awesome, mom. This is a great video. I'm just doing it. I just like throwing caution to the wind. I've got a massive LinkedIn following that's very professional. I just started Insta. I have a pretty big Facebook following. I'm just over it. I'm just throwing caution to the wind and being totally dorky and myself and we're going with it.
1: I love it. That to me is what wins. Who here? Who? Not to interrupt you,
0: but uh, now go. Who here is um, reluctant to bring the personal into the conversation? Or maybe it's well, I don't know what you know what aspect of my personal to bring in. Is anybody feeling like that? Because I know I I sometimes like you sit there and you're you're like ah is this something I should get get personal with? You know what I mean? Yeah, so Grizel's feeling that same. Like, how do you know? Is and Kyle, you're saying, is there any filter here? Like, or maybe you decide, you know, well, okay, I'm not going to bring this in. I'm not going to show my kids on or whatever the thing is for you.
1: Yeah, I it. I don't think that there's a black and white answer. Mm. Um, I think we just have to understand that with every action, there's consequence. And as long as we're okay with the with the consequence, I think it's all fair game, right? Like, I have several uh, mortgage friends that they're getting very political in their content. I don't personally think that's a smart thing to do, but they have a very intense following because of their willingness to dig that deep. Mm. Right. And and so it's like, for me, I'm a Christian. I used to be a pastor. Mm -hmm. I talk about God in my content. Mm -hmm. I could choose now. I don't talk about it in a weird way. Right. But I could go deeper and I could get weird and, and it would cost me some attention, right. but if I believed that that was worth it, that may be a consequence that in the, at the end of the day, gives me a deeper seated and rooted tribe. Mm-hmm. And so there's just, there's not right or wrong. It's just about, you have to lean in to, to who you are. And, and I think Jeff, the, the easiest litmus test for this is guys, if we go to coffee, right. If I take like on my top row, I've got Tiffany, Liz, Griselle, right? Brent, Emmett, if I take each of you to coffee by ourselves, please, God, tell me we're not going to talk about your loan products for 90 minutes. (laughs) Like, please tell me that. Right. So, so think about like in a 90 minute coffee together, two people that do not know each other, what are we going to talk about? What, what dialogues are we going to create that are going to lead to us becoming friends? Why are we so okay with those dialogues at coffee but we're so uncomfortable with with those dialogues on social
0: because perhaps we're 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 showing up under the frame of business and so we're feeling like we should talk about business and we should separate the two the business from the personal and perhaps most of us have that frame or that mindset of we're posting on social media to get business.
1: Right. And I think that's the, I think that's one of the ultimate problems as well is what you just said.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. If if you set out to go to coffee with me to earn my business, that coffee's going to suck. And I'm never talking to you again, mm. but you'll get my business. If you earn my trust.
0: Ooh, that's good. So this is a distinction right here. If you're, if, if you're posting on social media, if this is what you're saying, exclusively for the intent that you want to get business, your engagement will probably suck.
1: Oh, it'll be terrible. Hmm. Because if guys think about it in your local communities, if you became known as the person that they're like, Ooh, don't say yes to coffee with Julie. She's going to pull out her notebook and she's going to run through every loan product. And she's going to give you all like, she'll be known around town as the girl that only wants to sell to you when you're, when she's at coffee right? That's going to get out. And so, my, my favorite thing, this is such a huge mindset shift, guys, that I believe can help so many of you today, is when I'm posting, the only question I ask myself is, does this post cause someone to trust me more or less? That's the only question I ask. So, like somebody asked in the chat, you know, can I repost something funny? 100%. Does what I'm about to repost that's funny cause somebody to trust me more or less? Is it political funny that's going to offend people? Or is it like this morning my wife sent me a TikTok of a dude opening a screen door and a snake bit him on the top of his head. And I'm losing my mind. Like to me that would be video that I would share and nobody's going to take offense to that. Yeah. So we've got to we've got to understand this, but then the the second part to it Jeff is I am always posting, don't miss this, for who is coming over for dinner tomorrow. Mm. Because if you're not careful, guys, you will get caught up in, I need business. I I need my ego validated. So I need more likes. I need more shares. I want more comments. And so now you're going to go chasing those things as opposed to, I'm already out in the community. I'm being coached and doing the right things. New people are going to continue to hear about me. So when they show up to my social media, what do I want them to see? Selsy content because I got caught up in the moment or valuable content because I'm always playing towards the future. And that's how I do social media.
0: So how do we balance then, you know, the business with the, we want to create engaged because there is, you, 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 I know you well enough to know that you're not saying that doesn't have some relevancy.
1: Yeah. I, you know, where I suck. Right. So that I'm not trying to come on here as like, I know everything. You should listen to everything I say. Right. (laughs) I lean too heavily to just adding value and never asking for anything. So I have tons of friends that just go, man, Kyle's crushing it because I'm not out there begging for business. When I'd love for you to invite me to speak to your people, but I'm not asking you to, Right. So I think there does have to be, Jeff, that balance of, of working in those opportunities to go, guys, I'm here to serve you or or you're looking for a VA. Right. Tell the story of guys. I'm in the process of hiring a VA right now so that we can double our business this year. That's not salesy. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm not selling to you. I'm casting a vision for where I'm trying to take my business. And so the, that balance definitely needs to be there, but I would choose to lean heavily towards creating value for people versus like what's in this for me first.
0: All right. So let's go back to the chat then who, okay. s- who struggles with what would, how do you know what's quote valuable, All right? Does anybody get hung up on that? I'll give a few seconds for that to come in. And while that does, um, this is, this is relevant now. Let's, uh, one of our members posted uh, yesterday in our Facebook group, and this is kind of to the point about why, you know, if, if, I, if you're not showing up online, you don't exist, right? Everybody. Yeah. Yep. And so Kevin Dwyer, I don't think Kevin's here, but shout out to you, Kevin. Um, he posted on our Facebook group, was, this is what he said, a great way to close out the week with a text message from an agent looking to set up lunch with him. And he says, it might feel like no one's watching, but they are. And the text message he got from this agent is, "You've been killing it with your marketing lately, and wanted you to know. Any chance, it. any any chance, you have time to grab lunch tomorrow or next week?"
1: Mm. I love it.
0: So that, ladies and gentlemen, is reiterating the point of why it is important to show up, even if you think your content sucks, <laughs> it will get better. But anyway, I'll turn it back to you. So, you, so you want? Well,
1: hear? it well to to Kevin's story. Right. What he is, what what he's talking about and guys, what we've all experienced is what I call the lurkers of social media. So here's the breakdown of this, of the hundred percent of people that are on social media, 1% of the hundred are actual creators. So of the billions of people on social media, 1% are actually out there creating content consistently. 9% are light engagers. So they comment sometimes and they, you know, say stuff sometimes, but then guys, 90% of people on social media are lurkers. They just consume content. And because we're business people, right? Because Jeff is a coach, there's LOs that are watching Jeff's content, but their brain says, don't like it because the minute you like it, he's going to get you in a drip campaign and he's going to be in your DMs. And and so stay away until you're ready to purchase. And so guys, I kid you not, yesterday I was on a call with Flagstaff Bank, right? I don't know how big of a bank they are, but they sound pretty big based on our conversation. And what did they say? We saw you all on a webinar. It's the first thing they said, right? If you're not out there, you don't exist. And then the next thing the president of Flagstaff Bank said was, I went and looked you up on social media and so much of what you said resonates with what our company believes in. And now I'm going to be speaking to their company probably multiple times. And so if all my content was, do you need a speaker? Have you bought my book yet? Do you, do you need video editing services? If that's what my content was, I don't believe that I end up getting that call. Because they go, ugh, is he gonna sales pitch all of our people constantly? Like, are we making a mistake by introducing this guy to our audience? We're screwing ourselves out of future opportunities because of how desperate we are today. Mm. And this and, is, and it has to change.
0: And th- what you just described there is in in some ways the new customer journey or an aspect yeah. of it whereby people are lurking, people are checking you out, uh, you know, or, or this, this one, like the, um, you know, the bumblebee thing, right. They come to one flower, the flower was the webinar. And then they're like, oh, well, I'm going to go, you know, all to the, all these other flowers and pollinate. I'm going to look Kyle up and these, 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 the content online is an example of another flower. Right. So I get to go consume all this kind of stuff. So instead of like getting a cold call from Kyle, or looking at looking up his LinkedIn profile, which of course is just another place for content. Now they're building this case on Kyle without him even knowing it right. to the point where it's just like, we need to contact this guy. That's really That's cool.
1: That's it. And, and, and so this is why, you know, everybody on here, because I'm included in this, I think Jeff would be, it would say he's in this too. We go in and out of seasons of knowing what to talk about, mm. right? I, I can get in a hot streak and every day I'm like new video idea, new video idea, new video idea, new video idea. And I look up and I'm like, dude, for that, that entire month, I think I did like 50 videos. I didn't think about it. It just came so naturally. Then I have other months where I look up and go, I haven't done a video in four weeks because every time I try to think about what to say, I don't have a clue what to say. And so my default is three things. It's two questions. And and then I'll share with you the third thing. The first question is, what do you get asked the most about mortgages? And then exchange mortgages for whatever you want. Financial literacy, right? What do you get asked the most about financial literacy? What do you get asked the most about you know down payment assistance? And just begin to write down the questions that you're getting asked. And don't, guys, the hardest part is don't overthink this. Don't go, well, that question's not great. If you were asked it, write it down. I don't care how dumb it was, how smart it was, if it needs a 10-minute video to describe to define it, or a 10-second video. And then everything you've written down should at some point become a video. But to what Gemma said, right? When she does just her basic mortgage video, those aren't sexy. Those aren't cool. Those aren't exciting. But when you're looking for the expert, you're not looking for sexy and exciting. You're looking for trustworthy and honest. And so some of my videos, guys, that are out there right now, they have 30 views, 50 views, 80 views. I'm not concerned with the most people seeing them. I want the right people to see them. The second question is, what am I surprised that people don't already know? And these are both in the book. What am I surprised that people don't already know? When you're talking to a buyer and you reference a phrase and they go, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, Hey, Nico, can you Go back for a sec. Can you explain that to me? Because I hear that all the time, but I'm, I don't know that I know what that means. A radar should go off that goes, if they don't know what this means, somebody else doesn't know what this means. And so I need to go sit in my car after this meeting and I'm going to do a video from the Starbucks parking lot, educating people on what this is. Does that make it sense, guys? I believe so. This sounds so simple. And it's because it is, but then we've got to keep our brains from going, Jeff, that's not cool enough. You're cool, bro. You're cool, man. People think you're cool. Well, I love some of our content needs to be boring.
0: 100%. And the other thing that you mentioned in chapter three of your book, which if you haven't got the book by now, go to Amazon and get it and buy a bunch and give a bunch away. So Uh many
1: thousands of them.
0: (laughs) Uh, It's chapter three. How many of you here feel, and again, this goes back to kind of what we said earlier, which is we're seeing a lot of other LOs in our feed. And so we're seeing this same content. How many of you feel like you don't want to, oh, you're like, oh, what about the, ah, I've seen that like three times in the last week. Somebody's talked about that. It's already been talked about. Yeah. Anybody feel that, man? Put it in the chat if you do. Me. Right on, right? Yeah. We want to show up is so different, Kyle. Yep. I don't want to look like see everybody's putting in. Yes,
1: let's fix it. Y'all ready for this? So my favorite book, it's my favorite book because it, it never leaves my side. Mm, I know I, where you I, I, you're going. I, there you go. <laughs> I pattern my book after this, the All graphics right. in my book, right? Steal Like an Artist. It's my favorite book ever. I've read it more than any other book on the planet. And on page eight, right? I've read this so many times. I'll tell you what page it's on. On page eight of this book, the author quotes a French writer, who says, everything that needs to be said has already been said. But since no one was listening, everything must be said again. For anybody on this call that's married, for anybody on this call that has kids, right? I don't just get to say, hey, hey, eight-year-old daughter, hey, Everly, go clean your room. And just go, okay, good, it's done. Yay, right? it is over and over and over again. My wife has to tell me 1100 times, right? To Hey, make, make Ruby a bottle, make Ruby a bottle, bro. What's happening right now? Make Ruby a bottle. And so we live in a world now where we are constantly having our attention fought for, right? All of our phones are dinging right now. All of us have maybe other voices outside of these offices that we're in that are vying for our attention. We're going to open up Facebook and there's going to be 18 different ads that pop in that promise you to deliver on something. And so our attention is everywhere. Our brains are like pinballs in a pinball machine. And so yesterday I do a video that I'm like, "Whoa, this video was fire. And guess what? Tomorrow it's obsolete. Nobody remembers. And so in the content world, guys, you can actually start repurposing your content every eight to 12 weeks. And what does repurposing your content mean? It doesn't mean recreate the video. It literally means go pull the video and post it again. And no one's going to go, wait a second. Was Liz wearing those glasses in the, the video last time? I think those are the same ones. We think people think that, but no one cares enough. And so we've got to do a better job of just understanding that uh, that we we need to stop getting jealous of people that we think are doing things before us in this book, right? Well, I'll live here as long as Jeff will let me, right? Even though we're supposed to be talking about my book, but this book's better. He, he says, celebrate and copy. We've all been taught rip off and duplicate. But that comes from such a negative place. I don't want to rip people off. Right? I don't want to rip you off. That sounds horrible. But I'd love to celebrate and copy you. I'd love to cheer you on and go, oh my gosh, Nico, that video is so good. I'm going to go do it better. And guess what? My friends don't even know who Nico is. So why am all of a sudden I'm upset about a video Nico did when my friends don't know him at all? And so that's the mindset piece to all this stuff, Jeff. Like we we're just basket cases up here.
0: 100 percent Yeah, we're we yeah. I mean, it's like fix your head stuff, right? I uh, yeah. I mean, so much of what you talked about, part of the reason why I wanted to have you here, Kyle, is just a free coaching session for me, to be honest with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, isn't it interesting, guys, that everything we're talking about, this doesn't exist when you and I are physically in a room together. You you don't go you idiot. Did you just say the same thing? You just said it twice. We don't do that, right? Like we don't get in our heads when we're around people. And so what I think I do better than most is that I've truly figured out how to friends are my friends at coffee. That's all I've tricked myself to think.
0: Say that again. You paused for a minute.
1: Oh, I paused for a minute is I've tricked my brain to thinking, that my social media friends are my friends at coffee. When I do videos, I try to carry the same cadence that I would if you and I were at coffee with a friend. And it sounds easy, but it just takes that constant repetition, right? Every once in a while, like I'll record a video and I'll catch myself going, bro, that's not how you would have said that to a real person. That felt so salesy. And I'll do it again. And my goal is to be more of a human the next time. Because we connect most through our flaws, through our shortcomings, through our scars, through our stories of pain. Like that's how we ultimately connect to people, right? Like we don't walk into coffee and go, oh, you're rich. Me too. Did we just become best friends? (laughs) That's not how this works. We find out right that like you have something going on in your life, and I have something going on in my life, and that is the bridge that that creates that trust. And so, if we're not giving away that humanity on social, we're just walking billboards.
0: All right, I want to jump into another concept from your book, uh, which okay. is stop window shopping. Hmm, want to unpack that a little bit? Of course. All right, what do you mean by yeah. that?
1: What I mean by that is. I'm really good at scrolling social, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever, seeing a picture of my friend's cute baby. And in my head, I go, that's a cute baby. And then I keep scrolling. Or I see another post, right, of of Jeff at an Iowa State football game. And, and I think, dude, that's so cool. I hope they have a blast. But I don't actually put that in the comments. And I keep scrolling right? I'm window shopping social media and social media is a two-way street. It, unless you're famous, right? Unless you're Gary V, you're Oprah, we have to give engagement to get engagement. Yep. And so it doesn't matter how good your content gets. If you're not spending time inside of the platform, engaging other people, the algorithm knows that. And they don't want to provide eyeballs to a bunch of one-way street drivers on social, they want to reward the people that are investing time in the app. And so it's it's such a big piece to like get in people's comments and say genuine things, not just thumbs up emojis, because those comments are seen by all their friends. So the more intellectually I post in the comments, now other people are liking that comment and that can lead to new relationships.
0: I want to I want to go back to what you just said because I think it was the most succinct articulation of What did you say about the eyeballs? They don't want to create a two-way street. Yeah,
1: yeah, the minute you start telling me to say what I said again, I there's no way, but I'll do my best. Right. The, social media doesn't want to give eyeballs to people that treat it as a one-way street. Yeah. Right. If you're just posting and ghosting,
0: like, look at how many of you've heard engage already on other people's profiles. Like that's nothing new per se, but I love the fact that why we have a coach sometimes that we need to be reminded of what we should be doing. And like I said, a lot of this is for me today. So I'm who's guilty of that window shopping, by the way, show of hands, everybody's guilty of it. So Kyle, then how do we get, cause we're all busy. Uh, and, and and the earlier answer to the question of the biggest area people struggle with is consistency. Yep. So how do we build these things into our day?
1: So we're not going to get less busy, right? You're okay. also not going to carve out an hour of your day for this. So I think this has to start with your belief about social media has to change. Okay. Because every billionaire I've ever seen has the same hours in the day that I do, which is so maddening to me when I begin to think about how busy I think I am. And so we make time for what we value, right? Period. Those of you that are in better shape than me, it's not that, well, like, I just don't have time, guys. No, you value being in shape more than I do. That's a, hard, that's a harsh truth for, for me to swallow, but it doesn't make it less true. And so you have to truly see social media as a breeding ground of opportunity. And as that begins to shift, your desire to be there will increase. And you'll make time for it. But minimum, guys, we're talking about 10 minutes, right? Take 10 minutes a day and just go scroll and comment on six to 10 people's stuff. Go to your stories and start going this way, you know, swiping left. And just comment on people's stories, because when I comment on your story, now I'm in your DMs. And there's more weight in the algorithms in our DMs than in anything else we can do on social.
0: So pause on that quick quick for people. So, you know, in our platform, we talk about engaging with agents as a way to build your connections, build your network, right? Related to the classes we do and all that. So that's one takeaway right there that, I'm sure you all could do this for five or 10 minutes in a day. Browse. The, if you want to be very intentional, right? Do exactly what he said. Browse stories, right? Start to follow people. And then those people that you follow are going to show up in your stories. Right. And so take a moment to be in, intentional and do exactly what he just said.
1: It's it. It's not rocket science. It's not. And, and if you want to take it to the next level, when you comment on people's stories, ask a question so it prompts them to have to DM you back. And, and so not weird. Right. But, but just simple. Like if, if, if I were looking at, you know, like if Liz was doing a story from, from right where she is, right. I could, I could go, Hey, what, what book is back there over your shoulder? That's such a simple, like that there's like no way she could go, here we go. Kyle's trying to sell me something like that's such a human question. There's a reason why she's chose what's behind her, right? And so I may have just unlocked, oh my gosh, it's this. And have you read it before? It's amazing. And now we start this dialogue and guess who's going to be in the top of her newsfeed for several days? Me. Because the algorithms go, good night. If Liz and Kyle are engaging in DMs in private, I bet they want to see each other's posts.
0: Love that. So to to piggyback on that real quick, and again, this is right from the book, people. I've got it open here. Okay, page thirty-seven. Here's an exercise. I'm sorry to give this away, but you know, there's no. great. Much more. They got to get this this book to get the rest of it. But make a short list of who you'd like to know that you don't know yet. Like you guys, some of you have MMI. Some of you you know we give you the top two hundred agents via Zillow and stuff like that. Like, how about you just took some of those names and made a short list and looked them up on social and started following them and start do, you know, uh, applying what you're learning here.
1: That's it. I mean, now most of us are going to go, oh, that's a great idea. And then I'm going to go start looking people up and instantly DMing them. <laughs> right. That's like me walking up to a stranger at Starbucks and just giving them my business card. We would never do that. But the protection of a screen, it removes some of our uh, our ability to just be a human being. And so just go follow them guys that this happens all the time. I'll go reach out to people. I did this yesterday. I was, I was on with MGIC, right? A a big provider of mortgage insurance. They told me the name of someone that was coming on their show later. And I went and found her on LinkedIn and, and I liked a few of her things and guess what? We already have a call scheduled and it was from her. I didn't say anything. It's just the power of rewarding people because what do we do, Jeff, when you post something, what do you do for the next hour?
0: Watch it. Who's commenting?
1: How many more likes do I have? Oh my gosh, I have so many, right? I, I did a post three days ago that, that's over 500 comments and I'm getting destroyed in the comments by people. Oh, yeah, but every time I go back, there's three new comments, three new comments, and so we we're all the same. We get endorphins from that stuff. So you want to go get on people's radar, go reward them with what they want to be rewarded. They're begging to open Facebook and go, yes, a new comment. yeah, go be the person that left that comment. go open be me, the man. person that caused those neurons to fire that get them excited and you do that a couple times a week and all of a sudden people are going to be going, man, who who is this Brent guy? Every time he comments on my stuff, I I like it. It makes me feel good. Like I've looked on his page and he seems like a pretty cool dude. This isn't hard. We just have to carve out a little bit of space to do it.
0: So back to the consistency thing, because I don't want to overlook people's, you know, kind sure. of need around that. My my answer to that, and this is again, everybody's gonna do this differently, but I think like, you know, it's easy to forget, right? Like to, yeah. to and again, the intentional is the word that comes up for me again, because we can scroll, we can window shop, and if we're not intentional, we're gonna just gonna just window shop and then we burned 15 minutes and now we're off to the next distraction or whatever thing we got to do right? So do you think there's any, and maybe this differs based based on the, the individual, but if you actually in your calendar blocked out 15 minutes twice a day or whatever the thing is to be intentional?
1: Yeah, I think that's great. Um, I've set just simple reminders that just ding me at noon, right? That just say, go comment on five people's posts right now. And whatever I'm doing, stop, go do it. I've had, and, the, and some of these ideas may sound weird, but like I've had my wife drive Several times because I want to spend a few extra minutes engaging on people's stuff. And so I'll just say, Hey, honey, can you drive to the restaurant? Because I really want to knock some of this out, because she's not going to want me to do it at the table. And and she's happy to do that, right? That's a simple ask. Th- this may be more for the guys, and this is slightly crude, but guys, there's a place that we spend several minutes every day where we happen to be hands-free. And and so that's a great place for, and if you didn't get it, then you're just not as dirty minded as me. And that's probably a good thing for you, but there, there's always room for this stuff, right? Like you're going to go to the doctor. You're sitting in the waiting room. What are you doing? Go comment on a few people's stuff, go comment, go reply to some stories.
0: Boy, comments are starting to take off on that one.
1: Yeah. You know, you, you throw a poop joke in there and it kind (laughs) of wakes people up a little bit. No doubt. No doubt. All right. Well, we're almost out of time, people. So
0: if there's a question that you've been reluctant to ask, unmute in chat. Now is the time, right? I do,
3: Kyle. Um, My biggest thing is, well, at least for me, when I'm window shopping, scrolling through everything, and I see the ones that are constantly posting like nonstop, they're always on the feed. And sometimes I'm like, ugh. Let's snooze them for a little bit or get them, you know, whether it's, you know, in in my business, right? Realtors or other lenders. But sometimes it's kind of like watching a bad car accident. Like, I don't want to look at it anymore, but then I can't help but look at it because it's like they're so vain or they're like all about me, me, me. But dang, that shit like gets views, comments, attractions. But then at the same time, are they really getting business from that? So that's my thing. That is my little pet peeve. Like they post a lot and it sometimes yeah. to me, it's like a little like cringy where like, uh, like flaunting everything and anything. But is that like, I guess not a good way of doing it. I guess, take away something from them to just post it, let it go. I, I, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to ask. I guess that's my biggest fear or like, sure, like come off. Like I'm only looking at you because it's so cringy to look at you.
1: <laughs> you know, it, Griselle, I think, I, I think for you, the, for all of us, right. The, the most important thing is like to run our race. We, we need to run our race. That's true. And, and if part of your race is the cringiness that, that you see from somebody else, fine. But I love using other people's content for who I don't want to be. Mm. And so I'll let what I find cringy in others be what kind of helps steer me mm. to where I want to be. Yeah. And, and this exercise is very telling, you know, if I were to ask you, is it Griselle? Am I saying that right? Yeah, you're saying that right, okay. actually. I'm okay. surprised you said it right. So my wife's name's Lana, and she gets called Lana all the time. Mm. So I'm very, int- I try to be very intentional with names. So if, if I ask you, and we're not going to play this exercise out, it's too long, but think about for all of you, what are the five words that you want people to say out loud about you? Whether it's trustworthy, funny, right? Whatever those words are. Write them down and then ask yourself, as you go scroll your content, are these five words Mm. evident about me when I look at my posts? And if they're not, you're not posting the content that you say you want people to think. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And so this isn't a fast exercise, right? It takes multiple efforts to first create the words. Then go see if you can identify them in your content. And then now you've got to go, okay, well, now that I have these words, what type of content can I do that will instill these words in others? You want to be trustworthy. Mm -hmm. You need to be telling stories about how like you, you were given the opportunity to do something shady, but you didn't because I just can't live like that. I I can't, I can't do that. My character matters too much to me. Mm -hmm. I can't get you to trust me by just going, hey, guys, guess what? I'm the most trustworthy social media expert out there. I'm going to be telling stories of opportunities.
3: And I I think that's because I'm sure all of us as loan officers know that we have those stories in the back where we know yep. that realtor was being shady, and we just, you know, things came across my table where, you know, paperwork were, you know, altered. And, but then at the same time, like I feel at least on my side of town, we all know who that person is. So sure. that would be kind of like throwing them under the bus without saying it. And then you get into this whole blacklisting thing. And so, at least on my end, when you go to. So, my place.
1: advice to that is change the timeline. If if people know that this realtor did something shady yesterday, mm-hmm. don't say yesterday in your story. Okay. Say several years ago, a while ago. Okay. And now people can't go. Oh, I bet she's talking about. <laughs> yes, right? exactly. yes. If we'll just change dates, okay. it it's slightly lying, but at the same time, we're also yeah. trying to protect the yes, the people yes. involved. And so, to me, I feel like it's okay, okay because I'm trying to use that to do right by people, not you know, throw people under the bus all the time. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: And Thanks you can also be in here. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you I can
1: have all, an easy question. Yeah, Go ahead. What's TRMK? It is. It's trademark. It's a, it's a, our church. We got a trademark church. Gotcha. Yeah. See, this is why I wear this hat. Cause people all the time DM me and they're like, bro, what is that? It gives me opportunities to connect with people.
0: What does your hat say, Brent? Is that a guild? Can't see it. You're muted, by the way. It has mountains on it. It's from one of my agents. It's Tahoe Mountain Realty. Tahoe Mountain Realty. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Hey, tag them next time you post wearing that hat. <laughs> That's right. All right. Um, great conversation. People who liked us here today. Show of hands in the chat. Yes. All right. So before we let uh, Kyle go, Kyle, how do? What else do you do? I mean, you do a lot of things, right? You're a speaker. You have a a company. He does, you know, um, social media management stuff. Go ahead and riff on that if you'd like.
1: Yeah, we. I have a company called Content Compounding, and we help break people's long form content down into short form content for Reels, TikToks, YouTube Shorts, all that. It's incredible. It allows you to be omnipresent on social without having to spend a lot of hours creating the content. I also have a, a VA company where we're helping people like hire virtual assistants, which is a lot of fun. And uh, and then I have a, a coaching company that I won't tell you about because Jeff's is better. And so you're already here. Well,
0: if you want to learn more about what Kyle does, I appreciate that, by the way. Uh, you can go to Kyldraper.com, K-Y-L. Yep e d r a p e r dot com, Kyle Draper com, and if you don't follow Kyle currently, by the end of today's session, you definitely are following him. Um, Please do, because Kyle's another example of where you can steal like an artist, right? I mean, you definitely give me ideas on how to be more authentic and true, and just be like, dude, don't overthink it, don't ever produce it, just do it, yep. you know, and and just do it, and and and, and you know, twenty four hours later, it's it's gone. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. So um, I want to give you back an extra five minutes in your day, if you don't mind. And by the way, once again, reminder on Amazon or wherever you're going to buy this book, uh, get bunches of, of these books. The agents will be grateful for you. Um, and by the way, Kyle, are you also open to maybe uh, any of these LOs uh, hosting a webinar and inviting you on?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Guys, y'all, I do it all the time. Yep. We'll so- invite all your realtor friends and, you know, kick their butt on social media for an hour. And they'll love you even more for it.
0: Exactly. Fantastic. All right, everybody, listen, I hope you enjoyed this uh, this episode this week of our monthly special guest. I know I thoroughly did. And of course, we're back to our, our normal programming next week. We're going to get into, you know, who's doing agent classes out there. Post your wins of the week, by the way, in your Facebook group. And uh, if you do have some issues or questions with the platform, use the support chat button, please. Um, and of course, you can always reach out to me directly if you need help. Cal, once again, my brother.